Hi, and welcome to Matt Holman Talks Mental Health, the podcast where I have the opportunity to sit down and chat to amazing humans about their journeys and stories. For this episode, I'm very happy to introduce Mark Kashgiri to the conversation. Welcome, Mark. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, you're more than welcome. It's wonderful and to you have you. pronounce my surname perfectly, Mark. Oh, thank you. I always get anxiety about mispronunciation of surnames or names. So thank you, Mark. All uh, good. That's the only time I'll pronounce your surname, by the way. So wait, I think <laughs> I've um, been called worse. I'm sure, as we all have. Um, so, as I always do, just very briefly, I'll just introduce how Mark and I know each other for those who don't know Mark. Um, and then I'll let you do a little introduction, Mark, about who you are, what you do. And then we'll talk about the big topics of mental health and the journeys and everything else that goes with it. Um, so Mark and I have known each other for quite a few years, actually, through the business travel industry world. Um, my past life um, regressing back to yeah many, many moons ago before I had uh, white hair. And uh, so we've known each other for a long time through the industry, um, followed each other. We don't see each other very often, but um, it's always lovely when we do get to see each other. I always have a, have a hug with Mark, which is always really nice. Thank you, Mark. You're a great hugger. And yeah, so we just talked about what we can do to talk about mental health, come together, two guys having a chat about mental health, which is also really nice. So we thought we'd get together and do this episode. So thank you, Mark, for agreeing to join me. I know you've got a million things going on in your world, but tell people a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do. Sure. Pleasure. And again, Matt, thank you ever so much for inviting me. I really appreciate it. And I love uh, listening and watching your podcasts as well. So thank you. I'm honoured to actually be on with you. Um, so Markish Geary, uh, at present global head of travel for UBS and the current president for GBTA. I, I've been in the industry, God, you know, you say we've known each other for a long time. I've been in the industry for 30 plus years. You know, I came in this industry when I was 18 years old, um, issuing manual tickets, paper tickets, those good old days, um and um yeah that's that's me you know 30 years and love giving back I really love giving back and you and I know you know we've as you said known each other for a number of years and uh for me people people's a really important part of what we do Brilliant. And, you know, we'll touch on a little bit of that, those journeys and stories that you just mentioned there briefly as well, you know, especially on the GBTA change that you've gone through this year. And, you know, you, uh, you're you there to support people, which is an amazing thing, which is one of the reasons why I did want to talk to you as well about this, because there's, you know, when we talk about people, this is what it's all about. It's about humans and human experiences and journeys. Um, so as always, for any guests that joins me on this on this podcast, Mark, tell us a little bit about a journey for you, a story for you, something, you know, we link it into mental health, we'll have a conversation, sort of see where we flow from there. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, this something that people maybe don't know about me, right? Um, so we were talking about this previously, uh, Matt, you know, 10 years ago, I think, I'll show my age now, really, you know, 40, 40 odd, and um, went into work one day, normal day and um i keeled over and had a stroke um and fortunate fortunately you know here i am um fit as ever uh life is fantastic um and it honestly couldn't be better um i appreciate life more so than i ever ever have uh i don't take life too seriously um but what i would say from a mental health those initial days months 
even maybe years, I struggled. Yeah. I struggled to accept what having a stroke meant. More that was beating myself up, actually, Matt, because it's not, it was my worry, it was my concerns rather than any outside influences to that. You know, my my company were amazing. Uh, my boss was fantastic at the time, even came in an ambulance with me, came to hospital, sat by my bedside um, until I was seen. So, you know, I owe a lot to people, but I beat myself up because I wor I was worried, very ambitious, you know, career-driven, and I was worried about what would, what would that do for my career? Would people treat me differently? I was in denial, actually. I was in denial. I was in... You know, I didn't accept that there was I 40 and I had a stroke, a minor stroke, but a stroke. Um, and I'll never forget when I was in hospital and, and a nurse, and because I was in denial, and I, she was shouting at me and saying, because I wanted to leave the hospital, because I wouldn't accept, you know, there are people worse than me, what am I doing here? And, um, and I hope I don't go off on tangent, but... Um, and she said to me, if you weren't here in 10 years time, you would be here, far worse. So it's better that you were here now and we're able to help you and do something about it and man up. Right. And I'll never forget her telling me that, the best words <laughs> she ever said. And now, you know, when people ask me, and I have been in situations where, tell us something that people don't know about yeah. you. And I tell them, I had a stroke when I was, and people are either in shock, and I say, don't feel sorry for me, I'm really fine, um, but initially I would hide it, I didn't want anyone to know, because I was worried that maybe people would treat me differently, or they think, oh, or he might not be able to do that, we can't put pressure on him, mm -hmm. um, and you, you manage, uh, and the more you talk about it, I found the more I talk about it, the better I was. And um, uh, and there are, it's the awareness, right? Uh, awareness groups. And then I realized that actually having a TIA, which it was, there's a, a percentage of mm -hmm. younger people that are affected by having strokes for younger people. And I, I got involved with a group and I even... Um, from a charitable, I, I did my first half, I had targets, I set myself targets. And yep. unlike someone I know who runs marathons, you know, and yes, there you go, yeah. EBs, you know, I, I was never a runner, yeah. never ran, never couldn't even think the worst thing to get out and run. Yeah. I, I love running and I, I, I set myself a challenge to do a half marathon and, and I did and, and I'll never forget crossing that line and, I was emotional because I felt I did something, you know, that challenged me. And um, so, and the reason why I say that, because it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's okay. There are things that people don't know about other people, um, but it's okay to talk about them. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. So that's one thing that maybe people don't know about me, but I'm okay.
I'm all right. Yeah, it's, you know what, Mark? I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Really do. And I, I, you already you shared it with me before we recorded, which I didn't know. So you know, it was a, it was a surprise to me as much for the second time. Actually, it's, it's still as much as a surprise because I'm thinking. Uh, you know, this this is what life is all about. And what I love about this this opportunity to sit down and chat to people like yourself and everybody that I've had the, the chance and the ple- pleasure and privilege to do is is we're learning a little bit more about the, the depth of people. And I think that's sometimes what we miss, isn't it? On the outside, people see the experiences and the the professionalism and the the work that we do, and and on, but we don't they don't often see what's going on inside. And and what I find fascinating in there, Mark, if it's okay to just talk about it a little bit, is is those first movements where you said, I was worried about what that meant for me, for my career, for my opportunities, and everything. And that is something actually we hear we hear a lot around people who struggle with mental health and you know with a mental illness, not just you know I'm not saying not just. Yeah. A, thing but do you know what I mean and I and I what would you say was the thing that connected you to others in that moment or did you just feel isolated and, and alone and well I think you... I created that myself I created that isolation myself because I, I felt you know I was as I said I think I, I was beating myself up I was thinking mm-hmm. things that just didn't didn't happen and um, it, it it was me creating that worry Right. No one else was influencing that. No one was doing that. It was it was me, really. Um, and um, but then, you know, I, listening to other people helped me. Yeah. Helped me in terms of understanding that it's OK. And, and there were people in a worse position than me, but were very happy to to say to me, you know what, Mark, life will get better. Life yeah. will get better. And it really will. And that's when I, I talk about being able to talk about things yeah. is really, you know, I, ha- I have a passion for, um, I, I think I care for people, right? And and uh, the travel industry is about people. And your greatest asset in any organization is people. Yeah. If you look after people, people look after your organization. And sometimes you just need to take a step back from the day to day. And so I initially by talking to people and with the awareness group that I, I got associated to, it started to break down some barriers where they said, you know what, it's all, the more you talk about it, the better you will feel. Yeah. And actually that was true. That, that, that was the reality. Um, so I, I, you know, I have no qualms in, in telling people, you, you know, if they ask. Um, and, and also I found when, um, people were telling other people who they knew had a, had a stroke if I would contact them and let them know, you know, that life's okay and how could I help them uh, as well? And sometimes, you know, it, it might be easier to say, but sometimes it's just listening um, and people just want to listen. And, and, and that's half the battle, right? I yeah, think. I think you're reading some of my stuff from somewhere. It's, <laughs> that is ultimately what it all rolls into, isn't it? Is you know, think about it. You've got two ways. You're either listening to yourself, which is quite dangerous if you're in that, mm-hmm. you know, in that headspace, or somebody's listening to you and you're offloading it. And it is that sort of like pressure release sometimes. And I want to, I want to ask you a question. And as you were sort of talking about it, and I hope you're okay with this. So yeah. before this incident happened, before this crisis happened for you. What was going on? Would you have recognised things differently? Did you feel that it sort of changed you? Because that's the thing that always you, you tend to find, isn't it? You have a life life moment where something changes yeah. and then you reflect, you think about, you know, how would you have yeah. seen it? 
it, it did. It, it really did. And I, and I said, to, you know, previously, I don't take life too seriously. And I, I meant that in, uh, in the right context, right? You know, I feel I might get melodramatic a bit, you know, life's too short. Yep. Enjoy the moments. And, you, you know, I, I worry less about things okay. um, because I treasure, I treasure what I have. And sometimes maybe I took that for granted. I think I did. Actually, I think I did take things for granted. Um, whereas now, you know, every new experience I have, I, I'm, I'm blessed to have, you know. Um, and I, I also, I think I was worried about saying the word no before. I was worried about not being able to have a response or able to do something. And I always say to people, it's okay to say no. It's okay not to know something. Yeah, I think we're resourceful and we can find ways and it's okay. And it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fail. Um, and you learn from that and those learning experiences that you get. So for me, I, I actually treasure moments more than what I did and feel that every every new experience, every new connection I make is just, I, I, I welcome that. So I do feel that I don't think take things for granted as much as um, I used to, maybe. Blase, maybe I was in, in the past, I don't know. Um, I actually try to engage with more people. I love meeting new people. Um, and I wear my heart on my sleeves. <laughs> I, I I really do. And I think that we've known each other for a long time. You know, I, I say things as they are. Yep. Not correctly. Uh, but that's fine. Um, you know, I, I, I believe hierarchies are there for obviously reasons, but we're all human. Uh, we all make mistakes in life and I treat everyone the same. And, you know that to me is really important. So, it <clears throat> it it was a life. I wasn't a, a life changing, but yeah. I looked back and thought, you know, life is. Well, life it's a fragility, is isn't it? Precious, absolutely. Yeah. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. And actually, yes, uh, I think over the first few days and months, uh, I felt like you know. You know, uh, I was worse than anybody else. But actually, it was, I think, time telling me, hey. Slow it down hey. a bit. Yeah, absolutely. But in a way that wasn't detrimental either to my work uh, and my life. I, I didn't, I just cared more for life. And I, and I think that's it. That's it, isn't it? And there's a there's a there's a there's an incredible parallel in the world that I came from and you're in and where you went with that journey and where I was with my journey. And and I think, you know, what I try to help people to say is, look, try to be mindful of everything now rather than wait for something to happen to then go, oh, I need to be mindful of this situation or what I'm doing or the way that I'm living my world. And, and it's, and it is interesting, isn't it? There, maybe there's a convergence to this thought of turning into sort of a 40 year old, because it was about the same age I was when things started to change as well. And, you know, I don't know, maybe there is a, there is something in that. And 
Who knows? Maybe things happen for a reason. You know? Um, We wouldn't be having this conversation if I hadn't been through an experience, you hadn't been through the experience. Do you know what I mean? And and so they do happen for a reason, definitely. 100%. I think it gives you more awareness uh, as well. And, you know, I I think it's really important that you take time out, you listen, you you know you you care for how what how people's day has been you're able to laugh you're able to joke um you know sometimes we forget about having fun still work hard can still have fun at the, at this at the same time be you you know um and maybe maybe sometimes before i think maybe i was trying to pretend i was something somebody else or I, I don't know you know you keep on having these moments and you think but yeah, yeah, I am me. Yeah, I, I, I am me. Um, I, think it's the I certainly word. don't know everything at, at all. And sometimes, you know, there's that sort of imposter syndrome, right? You think, what am I doing in this in Israel? You know, why are people thinking I'm, you know, this and that? And like, wow, you're in this position, etc. I'm no better than anybody else. Um, you know, I, I've put myself forward. I, I like to give back to an industry that's been amazing to me um and volunteering I, I feel very passionately about volunteering and if i can make a difference in any shape or form um i i, I will try to do so um and i also believe in continuous learning doesn't matter how long you've been anywhere doesn't matter how old you are you are continuously learning mm-hmm. and you know that to me is something that you know, really, really is, I think, helped me because the world we live in is constantly changing and evolving. And no one, doesn't matter how long you've been in an industry, an organisation, I have a passion for learning new things. Um, So, you know, that's really why I I decided also to put myself forward and put myself out there to be a GBTA president, you know, first non-American, which... I'm proud. I'm proud of that. Of course, I am. But um, uh, it was something felt it was important, not to me, but I think important to the industry as well. Um, for me, and you know, putting the G in, in GBTS, Global Business Travel Association, I, I think was important, and to be able to represent all regions, all people different corners of the world and i i certainly don't know uh, everything i certainly but what i do know is the importance about better understanding people in different regions with people different nuances and business travel um you know does have significant nuances you know the world's not flat um it doesn't speak with one language and it certainly doesn't have one currency and it certainly has many rules uh, and so you know i don't sit here and saying i understand that but i think we have a duty to ensure that how do we create that knowledge bank for people to to know more about things that they don't or place that they live and i see that the same about you know, you know, mental health and well-being and the importance of that in society, in business travel. And I think we've only really touched the surface, to be honest, as well, Matt. Uh, and I don't say I, I have the answer either. 
And I and you know I don't either. And and I think I have parts of the answer. I think there's a few of us that have the pieces to the jigsaw. It's like they bring them from all four corners, you know. And we might be able to find the answer to this. But but I think it's I, what I love, Mark, genuinely about what you've said. And I was really listening intently to what you were saying, the words you were using, and is is this thing about learning? I think when people get to a point that things change quite considerably in their world they appreciate then the ability to learn has possibly disappeared because you've got to a point where you just accept this is who I am this is how I live this is what I do you've got your you know and that's that's where I was really I, I probably could have said yeah I know my job I know what I'm doing it's you know it is what it is and then one day it changed and now my daily routine includes learning something new every day which could be even this conversation right I learned yeah. today Mark had a stroke when he, when he was 40 and and that's educating me on the world that's wider than just my house my home my community this is wide now isn't it and I love that Mark with the the global community aspect because I you know I I love to travel I just didn't like traveling in the end because it was the thing that really hurt you know it was I, I love culture and I love people yeah. and it's that how do you reconnect or rekindle that you know I would love to travel more of course I would but now I do it on my terms, which is slightly different, I guess, to sometimes how yeah. some some companies work with that. I genuinely find it fascinating. So, Absolutely. so I think I think the other thing as well as we've come out the you know the two years which created um, a, a lot of uh, I I I think. Um, what words can I put over the last two years? Um, Just maybe. But, yeah, but it's like. I think from a travel perspective, people have also realized that that work life work life balance. Yeah. Because in those two years, you've spent more time either with family, with friends. Whereas before, actually, you were running around everywhere. You know, you're either on a plane every week, etc. And I know speaking to travelers as well, they don't want to get back to that. They want that work-life balance. And the novelty of flying wore off, obviously, a long time ago for many people, right? And and it does put a lot of pressure on people. You're traveling different times, so frequently away from family and friends, and that's what we do. We take people away from their family and friends and their social life. And people, I think, now are doing, you know, less, uh, are traveling less frequently, but for longer durations, because they don't actually want to be traveling so many times. Um, people are trying to adjust their work and life in the right way. I think that's not easy, but that's what I think. Yeah, and I, and I think you're right. And I think that pause did help people to sort of reconnect to some of the, I, you know, my worry is that we we open the gates and everybody runs through again and they go back to the old habits. Yeah. Behavior. Correct. Too easy, isn't it? Because, you know, if you're allowed to and you're permitted to, you do it. And I, I was looking sort of at your 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 GBTA piece around sort of raising purpose, attracting uh, talent and engaging the globe. And I think that's really critical right now as well, isn't it? Around, you know, I don't know. What do you think? So here's a question for you. I didn't prompt you, prompt you with this future generations. So the alphas, the deads and stuff. What do you believe is going to be the biggest challenge for them from your perspective as well? 
I, th I think, first of all, the challenge to an industry where if you look at the age demographic as well, and it's not just the business travel industry, it's hospitality, uh, hospitality industry as well. Um, how do we attract talent? How do we attract talent in this industry? It affects everybody. It's not just one supplier, one sector at all. It affects us all, whether it's travel managers of the future, whether it's procurement, whether it's airlines, whether it's, it's the whole supply chain, right, the value chain. And I think we have a lot to do. Um, and, you know, it's how do we, I, I feel the, the wow factor of our industry isn't, it isn't there. It's there, but I don't think it's visible. People don't understand what business travel is. Let's be perfectly honest, they don't. We have a responsibility and duty to, to do that uh, for, the right, for the right reasons. If we don't, um, we are all going to look back and say, what a missed opportunity we had, because this is an amazing industry. It's a great industry. It's a people industry. And there are so many different roles uh, that are available for, for people in our industry. It's a service industry. I always say when, you know, uh, you know, people who leave our industry end up going to other service areas and they do blossom because we are a service industry. We care passionately about people. That's what we do. Um, and um, so, you know, business travel will evolve. Yes, technology, um, you know, will play a key part, but that's an enabler. People are still important to that so accessibility to our industry being able to understand and um, what um, new talent younger generations are wanting in a workplace environment as well and the flexibility that they're looking for we need to be able to listen um, and and sometimes maybe we don't do that in the right in the right way um, so yeah. we need to better understand what 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 are what are the requirements? What are the minimum requirements that that maybe younger generation are looking for um, as well, and how flexible we can be uh, as well? And I, I say, you know, certainly haven't got a silver bullet, and certainly haven't got it, but it's an industry issue. It's an industry play, and we all have a responsibility for doing that, um, and we need to come together to to you know create that wow. You know, um, I joined, you know, I joined the industry and, and I care passionately about it. And many of my colleagues and people mm. that I know love yeah. this industry. Um, yeah, but we all need to come together and we need to find a way. And, and, and hence why that was one of my three most important aspects that we need to find a solution um, to this. I think it's linking that to attracting and retaining talent in the industry because there's some incredible people out there. Oh, it is. And really, it is extremely important that we can't just, you know, I always, I always say it's a complementary, right? Don't, don't dismiss the experience of those who have been in the industry for a long, uh, for a long time, and that blended complementary of people coming in with new ideas. Yeah. Uh, yeah you know that's that's important Re retention is extremely important but attracting new talent is as is as important
Absolutely. You know, I, I, Mark, I could just sit here and chat to you for hours about this. So stuff. could I, Max. <laughs> There's so many avenues of opportunities for the future with, you know, with all of this stuff. And we haven't even put the frame of sort of neurodiverse talent into this as well. You yeah. know, albeit some people get like concerned about how do we help neurodiverse people? The most important thing you can remember is they have some incredible skills and talents that, that actually workplaces are craving right now. So, you know, I could do an impassioned speech about why we need to Im invest more in this this area as much as mental health, travel, well-being, physical health and all those things. We yeah. are right towards the end of this, Mark. So I will have to sort of draw the no curtain to this one. But um, the sun is setting in another country. The But look, I, I, I really love this conversation genuinely. And I mean that. And I, you know, I'm, I'm really lucky. I feel very lucky to hear for the first time the story. So anybody listening to this, it's been recorded, of course. So so I heard it first. So um, but it's it's great. And, and I just want to say, you know, I'll let you have the floor for the final thoughts. I always do with my guests. If you've got a motivational quote or a life mantra or anything, that you want to share please feel free um but i i miss travel i miss the travel industry i do genuinely it's not my world anymore be it i do step in and out you know you know that i come in and sort of fly in on my on my whatever mechanism it is i fly in on and sort of take stop hurting people and look after the people and think about mental health well-being as a big part of your programs um and I do miss being inside it as, as much as I used to be, of course. But the reality is, you know, this world is big and, and employment isn't just about traveling for work. It's it's everything and everything that you would do in your in your life. And you said it, you know, you had a boss who went with you in an ambulance to a hospital when you fell on the floor. That I cannot think of a better analogy or thought about how support is supposed to be. That's how I feel. Right. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for sharing your story. Final thoughts from you, Mark. Anything? I know. Honestly, Matt, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. Thank you so much. And everything that you do is so important. As I said, I've, I've listened and watched your podcast as well. And, and it is all about awareness. And I talked about continuous learning. Life is all about continuous learning. I can, you know, sometimes I always say to people, just take a step back. Yeah. Take a step back and take in. And as I said to you before as well, you know what? Sometimes it's okay to say no. Sometimes it's okay that you don't know and you don't have the answers. Someone does, you'll know somebody. And it's the small, small moments that really count. And I just want to say a big thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed it, Matt. Thank you ever so much Great. for inviting me. Oh, uh, you're more than welcome. Look, take care of yourself. Good luck in the role, GBTA president. You you thoroughly deserve getting that because I know you and I know your passions for people and and you know you've got a reason why you're passionate as well and and keep that passion burning. You know, and if ever you're starting to sort of you know the the fire's going down, give me a shout and I'll uh, I'll try and motivate you with some facts and stats about this stuff. It's really useful stuff. Thank you, Mark. Take care. All the best. Safe travels to you as well. And uh, I'll catch up with you soon. Thank you.